whenever you start rolling your eyes and you say, oh, you're talking about that weird shit, that's your problem. Like, be, feel grateful that this, that's when your life can start to change because now you get a little glimpse of it and you're like, oh, shit, that is how I am. That's my identity. I identify as someone who thinks that stuff is weird. You've now stepped outside of the box of who you are and you've started to train your brain to do something different and become something else. Man. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I don't know. What's going on, everybody? This is Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. Got a special guest today. Uh, hey, do you still do the talent? Is that still your nickname? Yeah. Alan the Talent Belcher. You still do that? that. Yeah, you like that? Okay, and I got Alan the Talent Belcher on with me today. Um, This has been a podcast episode that I've been, we've been working on for trying to make happen for a long time. Mm -hmm. And he just hit me up yesterday and was like, you know, I can maybe do tomorrow. And I was like, let's run it. Because if I don't get you this time, you know, who knows when it'll it'll work out again. So this is one of my few, I've never actually recorded. Have we ever recorded a podcast during the week before, Mo? Nope. Cool. Oh yeah. yeah, we've been wanting to do it. We've been wanting to. You were actually my first, chop it up. the first person I've ever done a podcast with. I know you know that, but the people at home don't. That that podcast because you never, never padded out because yeah. it was terrible. It was the worst. Yeah, it was the worst podcast. Like I went back and listened to it even back then before I knew as much about what I thought made a good podcast. Like, and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. I would never listen to this. And but I'll, there's a lot of podcasts that are that way to me though. Yeah. Like I'm just not a. Like, I just can't listen to just anything. But anyway, I never put it out. The audio was terrible. The content was terrible. What we talked about was terrible. Um, it was just. Yeah, right. It was practice. Yeah, it was practice. But you had the expectations of, like, it was going to be something. So that's the yeah. only yeah. especially Especially considering I basically went down there that weekend to do that. Like, I, I spent money in a weekend going down there to do it for you yeah. to be the first person so that like you know i could get that was gonna be the first one i put out because i'd done several practice episodes right. on my own or with a buddy before that and none of them, them were any right. good either and you needed, um, you needed another one though yeah and that that was the one like after that it got better because that's when i had that had a real like moment with myself where i was like okay i gotta start taking this serious and, like really kind of figure out how i'm gonna do it or yeah. Or whatever. Well, at that time, you're trying, f- to, you're trying to learn how to run the microphones. Right. And yeah, exactly. Technology or whatever. Yeah. And then, actually, didn't you come up with the name, Man Up? I'm pretty sure you did. I'm almost positive you did. I'll take credit for it. I think you did. I think you came up. Ben Parrish is who came up with the Mississippi Superman. That's where that came from. Uh-huh. But you came up with the name uh, Man Up. We were at your gym in D'Alberville, okay. uh one morning after training, and we were talking about me wanting to start a podcast like three years ago. And you were like, you should name it like, uh, like Man Up or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that's good, that's <laughs> yeah. good. I love now that. It is kind of. Re- I think you you said you actually said something like, uh, or I, I gave you some type of like, hey, well, what are you trying to do on your podcast? It was like get people to man up. Like, why don't you name it Man Up? That's Maybe probably it was, really how it was. So I don't remember I it that it was, well. I, I just remember that. I just kind of vaguely remember that you came up with the name. That or, or, or I, I accredited you with coming up with the name okay. for whatever reason. Good. That's uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm, man. So I'm expecting royalty. Come, come on. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, one thing I was wanting to talk to you about. First off, you got a fight coming up. I know you need to promote that so we can get that knocked out first before we get in our okay. real conversation. We're fighting for the bare knuckle heavyweight title. 
yeah. of the world. Arnold Adams. Arnold Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold Adams, February 24th in New Orleans. This is my first world championship. This, this has is, been, yeah, it's been yeah. a long time in the, in the making. Yeah, two years in the making for bare knuckle. But I mean, if you yeah. want to, if you want to go back, I mean, I've been, I've been trying to get a belt or something my whole life. Yeah, I, guess, I remember you know? watching you call out Anderson Silva in the UFC 15 years ago, probably. Right. So I might not be that long ago, but it was close to it. Right, over 10 years ago. Yeah, um, fighting, you know, because you had a, kind of had a like a really strong start. You know, I remember earlier in your career, you know, and then at, yeah. there at the end, with the exception of the last couple of fights, I mean, you just went on a tear yeah. and were destroying people. But, you know, I was around you a little bit back then. I wasn't around you much back then. Mm-hmm. But something that I've noticed since you made this transition to bare knuckle is you're different. Yeah. Like your mindset is totally different. Being around you feels different. Your training looks different. Like you, Like I don't know how you were training before, but I just mean like – like it seems like you're obsessive about it again, maybe. Maybe you yeah. used to be that way in the UFC, but like your energy was totally different to me. Like I 100% believe, I'm not talking shit. I'm going to be honest with you. The Frank Tate fight, I had doubts. I was like, man, Frank's a big old boy. Yeah. You know, like that's that's going to be a tough fight. And you just fucking mm-hmm. starched him and just looked like the better boxer, in my opinion. You know, I mean, and I'm, I know Frank a little bit. Yeah. I know his coach, but in no disrespect to Frank, but. You were the better boxer yeah, in there. Hands, he's athletic. Yeah, and that type of big. Thing. Yeah, it's hard. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like it's all, it's all skill set, but it's a, it's from the mind. You know, it's from the mindset for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you. You have to reinvent yourself sometimes. So, I can't. I mean, looking back at it, I've always been obsessed with training. Yeah, but there's a difference in being obsessed and like putting, being emotionally invested in something. Versus being mindful, you know what I mean. What do you, you mean? Can yeah, re- you can really well. You're, you know, a lot of people can make things happen with their desire because I mean we're born with some type of desire to climb. So you can you can go all in and, and be ambitious. Start and, him up just and a there's bit a lot of stuff you can get done with ambition. You can do. You can be emotionally invested in something, and you can put all of your energy and your emotions and your ambition and even your rage into it if you i mean probably what what made you a decent football player and and a fighter and or whatever is like the same thing that i applied in anything that i did in sports or fighting or business or whatever it's like there's it's the ambition and a lot of times you you manifest it with your rage and yeah and or what, your anxiety, in my case. Yeah, or what, whatever it is, is is like. I see, I know exactly. You're, a, you're using that fuel, I, mm-hmm. and I, I've learned. I learned to like, which, but it's bad for me because yeah. now, when you get where you're going, the anxiety's still there. Yeah, you know, like you still uh, like, and then and then it shifts too easily. Right, it's hard. To, like if like if I'm if there's if I'm trying to focus on something, I know you probably, you're probably one of the only people that I know that are worse than me about mm-hmm. this where like you just get into that something and then you're just like down a rabbit hole. Right. My mom's that way. Mm-hmm. You're that way. Yeah. And, and I've known some other people that were that way and I'm that way Yeah, where I'm just, but if that's not my thing at that time, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, I just don't, it's yeah. impossible for me. It's, it was, it's almost, it's not impossible, but it's very difficult for me to make myself do the other things, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So 
Yeah, dude, 100%. So what you were saying. What, I, what I'm saying, I'm trying to touch on that too because it's, it's, it, it's, all, it's all around the same realm of things. You're um, sometimes, all right, so anxiety is a great point of like anxiety is, um, is like it, something, there's something trying to tell you something, right? Yeah. And you're sometimes the way that we overcome it is like what I was what I was saying, rage or emotion, more emotions yeah. to cover up those emotions. So um, whenever you go and you, you train for a fight or whatever, you're like you go to this rage place and it's it's all all of it is necessary. You know, it's like it's kind of like, um, you know, you can you can have a loving heart or whatever, but to be a fighter, you need to have the devil yeah. in your hands. Yeah. You know you what I'm saying? Exactly. So you practice when you're younger and it's just a phase of things too. It's a, like what we're talking about is something that everyone goes through. I'm just lucky enough now that, that I've been able to mature and develop and have these changes to where I'm still physically capable, but my mind has went to the next level because when I was younger and when you're younger, that's what, that's how we, we, we um we dealt with it and whatever probably trauma in your life or or something that made you be hyper ambitious yeah. right so it took that natural thing but you just you applied it ex, you know extreme you know and you kind of built this whole identity around it or whatever and um it doesn't get you it all the way right you know what i mean if you don't change like you'll hit that button. and that's kind of like my my ufc career is if you look at the the the, the few years where I was I was getting close to the title shot, that's where that skill set and what I was using couldn't take me any further. You know, that makes a lot of sense. But I didn't I didn't have the understanding to to change. What I really needed to do is to change to a different person and to expand my identity and level up in a different way. So that's um, all those those things those that skill of being able to tap into that killer instinct is important but in a way you're all right psyching yourself out right. all right so i see the fighters do this all the time and i used to do that too and it's when you're when you're coming up you're starting to face those fears like what if i lose what you know and it, to be honest with you like a lot of people don't realize that about a fighter but they're not scared to get hit they're right. not scared no. to fight no, i mean I've never been, and it's yeah. literally that's that's just a shallow like it's kind of a lame way of looking at it yeah because anyone to to and, and it's really the identity that we build for ourselves as a fighter to match that identity we're gonna have to go out there and get hit right you know what i mean it's just kind of like it's when, not even the bad part of it's it. like when you're 14 years old and you're you're gonna jump off of a bridge or something like not to kill yourself but to right. but to show that, off for your your friends or whatever or that's the most shit Moses bridge jumper, man, not me. I don't mess with bridges. Okay. Well, what, whatever whatever yeah. it is, you know, and, dude, by the way, have you saw Avatar 2? Bro, I have barely gonna... seen Avatar 1. Okay. I, well, I, even, I wrote that down on our possible things we talked about. Yeah. But I wrote in parentheses right there, I know nothing about this. So That's fine. I'm going to explain I'm it. super I, I, down. It's right, basically, yeah. like, the first one was basically just Dances with Wolves and The Last Samurai, yeah. kind of just re with Halo uh -huh. is what it was. Uh, I haven't seen Avatar 2, though. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Mo oh, for pointing oh, out the fact. I, I knew, noticed a lot of things, but he really pointed out to me that all the same like gear and, and everything that they're flying and everything is all just the same stuff off Halo. Um, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. What about it? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's the stuff off of 
Halo is that's just like futuristic. No, technology. it was it was it was uh specific I mean like the Pelican. Yeah, it was like Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Like you're not even trying. It was it was okay. like copy and paste. Yeah. It was real. Go play well, the first Halo. I feel like Halo. that has that probably has to do with like marketing the the movie. Like or, you want to make yeah. it make it where it's going to hit on different people like I'm, and why, like, you already are reinventing the wheel in the natives, with the natives, so why reinvent the wheel of where, like, humanity is going to be? Why not just copy? I mean, everybody's copy and paste to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when, you, when you look at, like, where we're going to be in a thousand years, it's probably nothing like what we think, but, like, everybody's just copy and pasted similar ideas for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that. You're going to have to keep me on track. All right, so we're... Dude, we're... Okay, this okay. is not going to work. <laughs> I'm the one that needs somebody to keep me on track, okay. so... I don't know, bro. Uh, Mo, keep us on track. Bro. We just might have to. Uh, okay, that's a good one. I'll, Mo, try, I'll try my best. Mo can keep me on track. All right, but so we were, we're talking about training and like getting to that next how level. How did we get to Avatar? Uh, you just brought it up randomly. Yeah. But why was like, that? Why did I bring it up? I, pff, no, you, are you, you trying you, to play footsies with me? You just oh, accidentally. You I'll, I'll spread my legs so you can kick kick out right there. You good? Uh, I thought you were trying to play footsie though. I see now they're just crossed. Yeah. Um, finding, finding my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Settle in. We. Uh, we were talking about training, though, and the thing about, all right, so you were talking about that mindset not getting you there. Let me tell I'll tell you the how that, that mindset sabotaged me way earlier because I never have felt like I lived up to my, um, mm-hmm. my potential as a fighter. Like, I have done way less than you, like, way less. I mean, I've only had, like, 10, 10, 10 MMA fights and – three boxing matches you know I haven't done that much and the reason is is because what my motivating factor was it was this anxiety field it wasn't like I am super excited to fight let me go train or let me just train because it's what I do or whatever it was oh my freaking god I've got to fight in three weeks I gotta go run and so I just trained all the time I just trained all the time and so I got good because that's just how I trained so where do you think that anxiety is because on competition day I couldn't no, where, where's oh. the, where, yeah, what's the, what's, why is there anxiety there? I feel like I'm going to let people down. I feel like that. If what? If I lose. Yeah. Yeah. So it's scared of losing. Anxiety yeah. is fear. Yeah. It, and that's why I get yeah. really scared. Like I fought, we, my mm. last opponent in boxing, you fought several months before that. And, um, I was so nervous about that fight yeah. because I felt like it was a fight and this is no offense to, to stretch, but like, especially having you just slept him and, uh, I felt like I had really nothing to win in that fight. Yeah, I felt like well, if I, if I lose it, like if when I when I fight really tough people, I would get a little bit less. The difference was though when I fought really tough people, the reason why I didn't have the anxiety was because deep down I didn't think I was going to win anyway. I didn't right. have to win, so it was like ah, if I don't. And I and when I go into fights with that mentality, I yeah. don't win. But then a lot of times the anxiety made it where like I don't want to do this. And then I I lost a couple key fights early, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a world champion. Right, and I just gave up. Wait really quickly there's a big lesson there's a big lesson to everything that you just said and that's everything that you just said is all in your head so it's all yep. in your it's all in your head and you know i i say that to people sometime i can think of a few in particular that just get so mad at me for saying that but it's no, the it's truth like what you have whatever i'm like you're it's in your head yeah it doesn't it's all in your, no not it's real. not in, it's not in my head then da, 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 whatever yeah. But it's all but it's all resistant. in your head, which means if it's in your head, if you learn how to fix your head, you're gonna fix everything. Yeah, I just don't know how to do that. I've done affirmations. I've done. I would do like meditating affirmations every day before mm-hmm. fights, yeah. and you know, I try. 
My, I think the biggest thing is I didn't continue those outside of fight camp. Yeah. I didn't continue. Like, I would get really into, like, meditation with affirmations. And the only thing that I have done really good at keeping up, I've been good about doing Wim Hof breathing. I don't do it every day, but I've, I've kind of continued that outside of camp and outside mm-hmm. of, like, it's something that – because that helped a lot, like, to calm me down before training right. and um, relax a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, just and then the anxiety that drove me to work so hard makes me perform way below my skill level right. on fight day, and so I just kind of, just kind of gave up on it. But yeah, fear's not real. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I was walking around um, and kind of talking to myself a little bit, and I was like, you know, fear is kind of just made up. You know, like danger is real. Mm-hmm. Danger can be real, but fear is just completely in your head. Yeah, in any case. Well, yeah, it's a, it's well, your body feels it, right? But you, it's it's your it's your mind, your mind and your body is separate. So it's like your thoughts become your feelings, and your feelings tend to make you think a certain way. Yeah. So then you think, then it's a loop. Yeah. So it goes around. So you got to figure out how to break that cycle. But first, let me back up a little bit and say that like I'm I'm trying. I like one thing I've overcame is this as I've grown a lot is. Once you once you think that you know something, you know you want to tell people, and you have this like self righteous yeah. thing or whatever. Like I'm, I'm just I'm learning. I'm a student, so whatever we we may talk about, we may talk about all kinds of stuff today. Yeah. But just know that I am, I'm just learning, just like you, and I'm not trying to be some type of expert or right. whatever. You know, I'm just sharing my own experience, and I really do think it could it could help people. But the reason why I mentioned Avatar. Was because of the, the um, the, in the in the story, the guy has a family or whatever, and then there's some there's some teenage type of things or whatever, where the one one person kind of goats you into doing something or whatever. So in order, and a lot of times when you're a teenager, there's something you're fearful of doing, right? It could be it could be you know, like I said, jumping off of a a cliff or something into some water or like, I don't know, robbing a gas station or something. It could be an extreme of things, whatever. It's all the same shit. But you're, you, something's telling you not to do it. It's a feeling. And then, but someone else is kind of like making fun of you about it and saying, yeah. if you don't do that, you're a pussy. Right. And what, what happens is you have like an ad- identity, like struggle or whatever. So the way you can get yourself to do that thing, all right, in, in a positive or a negative way, is by tapping into that rage and like psyching yourself out. Right. You can psych yourself out. So you can talk yourself into doing right. psych yourself up. Whatever. Out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. You can yeah. psych yourself. Yeah, exactly. You can, do you can psych yourself out or you can psych yourself up. Psych yeah, yourself up, for you sure. do it, psych yourself out, you back out. That's a good point. Yeah. It could be it could be either way, but either either one of those are unconscious. Okay, in a way. So but that's that's I guess that's part of it, right? Is like getting you're trying to get yourself to unconsciously do something. But when it comes to fighting, you don't want to psych yourself up or psych yourself out or whatever because psyching yourself up is psyching yourself out right. because you've now lost your mind. Yeah. And that's that's what mindfulness is. And um, that that's calm what, in the storm, you mean? It, like in well, the fight, my, like my, no, my, mindfulness, yeah, mindfulness, but it starts in your in your de- everyday life. But as an, as an athlete, you know, playing the sport – you want to be able to be mindful while you're in that game, right? Which means being conscious of what you're thinking. And you can practice this every day. It's, it's easy. It's like 
um, it's not, I won't say it's easy. It's literally one of the, it's the hardest thing that you'll ever do yeah. is, is to be able to observe your thoughts as not you thinking the thoughts. Yeah. It's just You're your brain running it. It's your brain in running in a program. Yeah. And you see that, you notice that program and then you make a decision based on that. All right. Same thing with a diet and stuff. I used to help people with diet. I started a fitness program and a diet program and stuff before and coach people and all that. And just like business, I did business coaching for a while. And what I learned about all of those things is that um, I didn't know it as much at the time, but I did. I do. And you, you remember because you were kind of part of some of that stuff. And, yeah. and you know that I, I have I talked about mindset being a the big part of yeah. the change. Right. right? Because you you can't if you don't change your mindset you're not really changing your mindset is like who you are it's your personality and everything so you're never going to reach your goals fully unless you're able to change your mindset first what I wasn't really understanding because I I wasn't a very mindful person even then I knew there was something there it was like a feeling in my gut but now I can probably articulate it better and it's just simply being mindful of everything that you do say you have a diet. Everyone knows, and you've heard this before, you know what to eat, what not to eat. Right. The only difference is mindfulness. That's it. So whenever you're, you want that cookie really bad, if you're psyched out, you don't have, you're not mindful or whatever, you're going to eat it, and then afterwards you're going to be like, what did I just do? I just ate that cookie. Oh, I go throw it up now? What? I mean, yeah. it, the deal is done. Yeah. So you have to be mindful. You and Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, and then it right. just turns into something right. else, and, and, you know, well, I've already ate one. Right, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. but it's like you, um, it's it's just that you lost your mind. I really like to to speak in some of those terms like that that people like understand, and uh, you know, losing your mind is something that you don't really want to do. Right. So if you think about it in that way, you're like, damn, I don't want to walk around all the time losing my mind. Yeah. You know, oh, that person done lost their mind, and usually most of us that are saying that. Have also lost our mind. Just everyone, to a lesser degree, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's everything's on a spectrum. Right. But most of the planet, everyone's walking around. They're robots. They're non-player characters. They are not mindful of what they're doing. Yeah. It's like scientific research shows that you're conscious, being conscious of something that you did or said or whatever, you're, or a thought even. You're the last person to know. What I'm saying, you, means your consciousness. Yeah. It's the last thing to know. So everything's already been already done right and then you're the last one to find out so it's proof that you are you're just a program you're just a robot so it's very hard to change you know what i mean how you get a robot to change their own program right you know so and that that consciousness is the way that we do we become more conscious and more mindful now we can start to purposely change the program just a little bit so how do you how do you practice that though? Like when you're taking that into praxeology, mm -hmm. I mean, what is the praxeology of that? Like how well, you got to break you... the pattern if you want to change who you are and you want to you want to raise to a higher identity and be be a badass fighter. You want to go to the next level. Like I can't quite get that. I keep getting close to that belt, but I want to be a world champion or whatever. I keep getting close to the UFC, but I can't get there. You want to recognize patterns. I follow Tony Robbins, like. Tony Robbins is the man. If you and I've, I've noticed things that he that he says over and over and over, and um, that that's what he would say if he was sitting here. He would say recognizing patterns. That's the best thing you can teach your kids is recognize these patterns and then change the patterns. 
and you, only you can do it. Because if I'm sitting here, I'm telling you, you see the pattern that you're in, you know, like change that, do this, whatever. Yeah. You're just going to get defensive about it or whatever. You have to believe it yourself and realize is there a pattern. You have to look for patterns. Take out all this, you know, you know, negative, like combative defensiveness and, you know, holding on to your identity and all those types of things and realize that there are patterns. Look for them. You know what I mean? Even whenever you, you start to feel like you got your, your stuff together a little bit, now you're just going to have to look for more patterns yeah. that, you're, that you're breaking. What am I doing over and over, you know, whenever – getting triggered by something, right? That's a good one. You get triggered, something kind of pisses you off, then you know, that, that's something that you now have to break that pattern. you got to heal that somehow, yeah. right? Um, I mean – and it, and it, the more that we're we've lost our mind and we're we're running unconsciously, the harder it's going to be. That's why meditation is so big because it brings you to the moment. A- absolutely, it the, yeah. exactly. It, it clears the it clears it. And um, you know the research that that I've looked at is it shows that you're whenever you meditate, it doesn't just clear you out like in that moment. It's an all-day thing. So yeah. once you do it in the morning, it is it, you're going to have a clean slate to work from, a ground-based level to work from all day long. And now you're going to be able to – if you just jump straight out of bed, you, you turn over, you get on your phone, and you get straight out of bed, and you start doing your stuff during the day, you're going to do the same – you're going to live the same day that you did the day before. Right. You have to do something. If you want to change, you have to change your thoughts. You have to – Take control some, in that first few minutes of the day. Yeah, exactly. And and if you want to even get deeper about it, you got to do something that you wouldn't do. Do something that Jake Reeves wouldn't do because Jake Reeves is just a robot, just a program that's like, you know, running its program every day, living in the past basically yeah. because everything that you've done up to this point creates the, the program that where you're living today. Yeah. So you're living in the past. And so Jake Reeves does these set of things. So you got to do something that Jake Reeves wouldn't do, right? So like meditate. Um, not that Jake Reeves would meditate, <laughs> but you uh, maybe it's the perception of meditation or whatever. So when you think of these things, you know, it could be, man, you, there's so many different ways you could go with this. But I always think of identity and ego. I, I like to say identity now because, like, ego is – Gets a bad rap. People don't ego, throw it. Ego they is. they throw it around. People throw it around a lot. Right. And and um, anytime you say ego, they automatically assume you mean inflated ego mm-hmm. or like egotistical. Right. right which right, ego right. is just your your self perception. That's what your ego is. It's who you think that you right. are. Exactly. And but uh, well, when yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, when yeah, you start exactly. saying that, people are like, what? Is I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I yeah. Ego. Like, yeah, yeah. And we could, we could go into that or whatever. And maybe this is over somebody's head, but I'll. I'll that's a good example. You're watching this, you're listening to this right now, and you're rolling your eyes. Yeah. That is a pattern. That's a program. That's what you always do when people start talking about that shit. Yeah. That's it what gives you an that's out. That's what you yeah, exact you that's what you that's just an automatic just so if you catch that, be blessed. You know, feel blessed. Be grateful that you're like, oh shit, this is the point where my life changes. Whenever Alan Belcher was talking about that and I started rolling my eyes, and then he said, Whenever you start rolling your eyes and you say, "Oh, you're talking about that weird shit," that's your problem. Like, be feel grateful that this—that's when your life can start to change, because now you get a little glimpse of it. And you're like, "Oh shit, 
that is how I am. That's my identity. I identify as someone who thinks that stuff is weird. So when you do something that you wouldn't do, right, like meditate or pray or do yoga or something like that, you've now stepped outside of the box of who you are and you've started to train your brain to do something different and become something else. People don't want to let go of their personality. Right. Right. Like you're funny. You know what I mean? And and that would be really hard to let go of, of being yeah. funny and your sense of humor is based on your views and stuff of the world. Yeah. Right. It does make it hard. So it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, really it's hard, hard, especially if you have a real strong personality and it's very, it's a cool personality that you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's that like, like or whatever, but then if it starts holding you back. Yeah, dude, it's just a, it's just a process. But yeah. the, the whole point here is like mindfulness in general it's a, it's an internal type of thing that you can work on doesn't mean if you're a fighter or not but just because you are a fighter doesn't mean that you that this doesn't apply to you it's it's literally yeah, sure. it's the thing that has made the greats great you know what i mean it's something that maybe they can't even articulate but i guarantee you they are not accidentally being great the only thing you can you can be accidental and do is be good yeah. If you have right. God-given gifts, you can be average. You can maybe be good if you're really whatever. You'll never be excellent, and you will never be elite. The only way to get to excellent and elite is to be more mindful. Yeah. Move from excellent to elite, you got to be even more mindful of that. you got to be mindful. You need special ways of thinking. You need special ways of training. You need a more intenseness. you got to put more – you got to need more discipline. You need – you just need more of these things, and you're not just going to get it based off of what you already have. Yeah. You're going to have to change the way that the, the program runs or whatever. So though, in a nutshell, those are the things that I've changed about myself that I'm still changing, right? And, uh, you know, that's what, that's, what takes you, that's what takes you to the next level. So you if think you, that's what helped you get to this where you're at right now? Oh, yeah. Back to this. Oh, know. 100%. Yeah. Um, just bring it all the way around. I'll be, yeah, I bring it all the way around. And whenever I've made I've made changes in my life before, but I think that there's one there's there's many times that you can reinvent yourself and change and level up. And like within, you know, um two weeks ago I had a big revelation and before that maybe a month or whatever. I keep because now you get addicted to instead of drugs or alcohol or or social media or whatever, you start to get a tick addicted to like to raising up, to leveling up. So you start to look for these ways that you can change. And you just keep on just, you know, kicking that old identity to the curb. And while everybody else is kind of sitting back and saying, like, oh, look at this motherfucker. They changing and stuff. They're weird. Were they taking drugs or what? Who gives a shit? You know, because it's all it's about you. You're the one leveling up. You're just gonna pass all those people by. So that, sometimes that's going to be uncomfortable because humans are very relationship driven. And as you level up and you level up past your peers, I think that holds a lot of people back because they don't want to let go of the relationship. And like, whereas that person doesn't want to level up with you, mm -hmm. you're trying to be loyal and you like still keep your friends or whatever. There's that's your homeboy, but that's going to draw. I think that drags you back down. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know what the call there is really like. Yeah. Okay. Well, anytime, anytime you feel discomfort, I learned this from, Tony Robbins, that example that you're giving right there. Whenever you feel like, okay, now this is holding me back. It's a limit, right? Yeah. It's a limit or it's a problem. Anytime you have limit or problem or anything negative or whatever, you either change your perception or you change your procedure. 
That's it's very it's simple. So now that's just another thing you got to level up on. So now you've learned how to grow, but now I'm growing and I got this weird feeling because when I get around my old homeboys, we don't get along the same way or whatever. Yeah. That's something else you can level up from. Sure, you can do what social media says and just say cut off your friends, cut off your family. If they they don't support your, they don't serve your higher identity or whatever, fuck them, get them out of your life or whatever. You can do that and that will get you to a certain point, but there's, there's levels to this shit. There, the next level is to be able to be around those people and still level up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you'll inspire them or something. Yeah. If it makes you uncomfortable to be around someone, maybe you should change your perception or change your procedure. doesn't mean that it's got to drag you down. Now, obviously, there's some people that you need to get out of your life. Right. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Especially and, depending on where you <clears throat> are in your life. So, like, if you are an addict and you're addicted to heroin, you probably shouldn't hang around people that are doing heroin because that's a big trigger for you right now. Right. And so that's that's an example of like, okay, it's time to cut those people out of your life. 100%. But if you've, I think I think it comes in stages, you know, like if you, if you know that you're really weak and you're going to fall back down into those habits, I'll tell you, uh, you're talking about mindset. Uh, I've told you this before, but I'm just going to say it on the podcast. It was actually one of your videos was probably the most like, I don't know what it was about. I'd heard people say stuff like this before, yeah. but there was something about you saying it. It's like I believed you, and it just changed everything for me. It was when I before I joined Tribe, when I was an accelerator. It was like the first video, and he was like, you, "And you said in the video, you were like, it's not that your town's too small. It's not that you, they don't people in your town don't make enough money. You just aren't thinking big enough, and and something <laughs> to that effect." Right. And I was like, "Holy shit, he's talking to me." <laughs> Holy shit, he's talking to me. I was like, that's uh, me. My town's really small. And people don't have a lot of money here. And when I changed my my mindsets when my business did really well, and I actually tell you, you remember when I was thinking about opening a second location because I I'd started to believe that again, though. I started to fall back, which to a certain degree, I mean, you are somewhat limited. Yeah. But because my mindset changed, my, uh, my business has been on a downward trajectory right. because I no longer believed in – this being what I was needed to be doing, and this was going to be enough for you. Let that one area of your life kind of mind fall back into yeah. that that and it's and it's that default thing. Yeah. It's been hard to coming off of COVID. Mm -hmm. It's been hard to uh, to to kind of like get my belief back because I think yeah. that's the biggest thing, man. Is is just faith and belief in yourself or oh, yeah. in the the action that you're taking or that something's going to happen. I just think that's. Uh, I think that's the biggest for me anyway. Yeah. That's the biggest hurdle. Yeah, is just hunt, like just owning it and believing that you know I'm meant for X or right. this is going to happen. Yeah, man. Belief. Um, I think one of the best quotes about belief is that belief is stronger than truth. Even you can think of a you can think of a religion. What I'll let you come up with it or whatever. Like think of a religion that you saw people worship or whatever. And they're so happy, yeah. joyful. They got peace, whatever. It could be the weirdest, weirdest fucking thing that you've ever seen. But all, I mean, all we really want in our life is joy and peace, right? Yeah. And we want to, we want to feel good and we want to be happy. You know, we want money because it's going to make us happy. We want a relationship because it's going to, at the end of the day, it's just about being happy. Whether you're sitting there by yourself, you know, in a temple meditating or, you know so what, what do you mean? say or to people whatever. like Andrew Tate who says um, a man shouldn't strive to be happy? He should just get up and do the work and quit trying to be happy. What's the point of being? What's the point of doing the work? If you see, if you think deeper, it's a very shallow way of thinking. 
And I think he's trying to say something similar <laughs> to what you're saying is, in a it, lower. Because what he's saying is just take the action yeah. and stop worrying about. Because uh, I've heard uh, what's his name, Alex Hormozzi. What's his name? Uh, I don't know if that's his last name or not. I can't. I'm right. can't think right now. But he was saying this too. Um, that as long as you're trying to be happy, right? You believe that happiness is something that exists outside of you, and you'll never find it. Even as you progress to make more money and you do these new things, right. you are trying to be happy. And by trying to be happy, that means you're not happy. You can't try to be happy. You can just be happy or not be happy. Um, and I think that's what he's kind of saying. He says that the purpose of it is he believes men have a responsibility to upgrade, to become the highest level of yeah. themselves as they can and make the most money that they can and do the most that they can. And uh, – I, that's essentially that's, the, that's essentially the same happiness. the same thing that I would that I'm saying too. Right, you know? it's just and, you're saying it. You're I, so you're saying that that leads to can. happiness, and he's saying don't worry about happiness. It's but you're saying kind of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's ultimately if you do break it down, that's that's what we really want. Yeah. I mean, why would you not? Why would you not? Do you want to be miserable? You know, so someone that says that they're not worried really about being happy is they're they've already figured out how to be happy. Yeah. I guess. But me, like I've I've I've, I've, I've been I spent a lot of years being happy and sad and happy and sad and happy and sad and happy and sad and, and until I realized finally that something big has to change to where I can learn how to finally control my happiness. Maybe it is maybe it is being able to accept whenever you're you're down that it's just gonna be a short period of time. And you're going to be happy, but I'm, you know, I've I've been able to shorten those periods of time into like going from months to literally seconds. The thought that I would get, like, say that you're on a high and you're feeling great, and then bam, something comes in and you're like, well, I guess that's over with. Yeah. Where that would last months before is literally seconds now, all from just practicing, practicing yeah. mindfulness and, and that type of thing. So. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it, I guess it is ultimately, um, we have a duty, we have a, and that gets into a whole different, that gets into a whole different type of thing where, where a lot of people talk about your animal instincts and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we can't, the whole point of being a higher identity and being spiritual and raising it, we're, we're, we're overcoming our animal instincts. Yeah, right. It's not so much that those are all bad or whatever. Right. It's just that we have we're an animal and we have a program and there we're just it just manifests into what it looks like in the world out here. You know, it looks like something, but it's all it's all just an illusion. It's all just those things manifesting into it. It's not mindfully controlled. Yeah. You're not mindfully, purposely, strategically getting the life that you want. So it's really up to you what you want your identity to be, you know, if you're happy, but what can I say? What, what can, who am I to say you need to be doing life like this? If you're happy being a loser or whatever, at least you're fucking happy. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen people that don't really have much and whatever. And they're, they they're very happy they're and they're, they're cool and they're content. Yeah. Now, oftentimes those people are lying, you know, and they're lying to themselves and they're lying to you. There's no doubt about that. I don't know, you know. But I do think but. that those people do exist, especially people. I was actually talking about this. I've come up with this theory, and you said something similar in a way nicer, more PC way than I said it. 
but I was saying the other day that I felt like it was better to be stupid. Um, and you said yeah. simple. And that's what more what I mean than stupid. Like, you know, right. you listen to I know what you mean. And, but there's a there's a there's a there's a beauty to it. There's a beauty to like not needing to know. There's a beauty to to right. to just accepting life for what it is and you're just happy with what you have mm-hmm. and your family and you, you go to work every day or you and you right. you know, you, you just have a simple like I listen to Leonard Skinner's simple man and I'm like, damn, that's actually really good advice yeah. if you can do it. If you can be a person, like it, it's just this—it's the simplest way uh-huh. to get there. 100%. It's just to accept life is what it is. I but will, a lot of times, that's really you just lying and breeding, like right. letting your laziness yeah. and 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 fear keep you from achieving more. But I think there are some people uh-huh. that just their their conscious You're, mind just maybe hasn't developed enough, or they just aren't to that place where they can see it. Maybe, yeah. but they're but they're very happy. They're very. They seem really uh, to really enjoy life and enjoy yeah. their family and enjoy, and then they die. You know, I'll give I'll give you my theory on that. I'll give you my theory on that. Where me me and you maybe maybe on one part of the spectrum where we're so ambitious and we got so much right down here, and I'm pointing down yeah. here because this is where yeah. it's coming so you're from. Like a fire in your gut, yeah, it's man. Like it's, it's a fire, yeah, down there. and it your burns. nuts are there too. I'm pointing at my yeah. nuts too. Yeah, it's like it's it's they can make a cream for that. Yeah, fire, <laughs> uh, bro. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm saying is hormones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your hormones. You think that's what it is? I think it's more than that. Well, it's more. I think it's, some people just got a fire in them, man. I think there's some people that just. I think it's deeper than hormone. No, it is. It brain, is brain chemical. Yeah, I guess it's a brain it, chemical. It's, it's it's um okay. So it's. I guess it like, is a hormone. My theory is hormones, but it's not that it's not that someone else. I'll use Mo as an example over here i guess but it's nothing personal mo i'm just gonna put you in the cat i'm gonna say mo mo he has a drive but not quite like we have or whatever Mo, would, it, would you agree with that statement um to an extent yeah like, I, I was I, I, the reason i asked him if he agreed yeah. with that is because i knew that he would agree with that statement he's <laughs> not going to be offended by you saying that <laughs> okay my, my we've drive, talked about this before too. i don't i don't know mo, mo personally like that so i'm not yeah. saying that but it's it's good we, we'll just make that comparison or whatever and um really we look like fucking obsessed crazy people like why do y'all want to, why are you doing more you got enough or whatever you can't just be happy where you are and and it's like it's not that you have higher testosterone or something i'm just saying yeah. it's hormones it's natural for mo and us to want to climb if you watch the 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 uh the documentary on netflix right now called animal it starts off with primates and you'll you'll see that the whole thing is about status. Right. It's just like us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when you take a picture by your car and you post it on social media, it's the same thing that the monkeys are doing yeah. when they go out there and they murder another monkey and they become the, the best hunter. Right. That's, that's little, the reason why humans evolved differently. Really where the separating factor happened was when humans started, like alphas, the alpha became the best communicator and the most the one who could like lead the best right. and the one who whereas like monkeys it's like with the gorillas it was like it's always going to be who's the strongest well you're only civilization can only go fo- so far yeah. if the leader is who's the strongest yeah right for sure. but we have, and, uh, as and, communicators we could build on top of what the other one did and, and, it, and it just changed yeah. you know it just changed mm-hmm. the course of humanity as we you know the, uh, theoretically right you know yeah, so you're you're you, you know think deeper than that. 
your that's what primates that's what we that's what we do it's about status you know it's about climbing up that yeah. that status so there's there's something in there now if you mix in some trauma okay or something getting bullied or getting uh sexually abused or or yeah. whatever it is right um which uh, those are things that a lot of people have you know dealt with or whatever so i'm you know from my background there's you know a little bit a little bit of different things like that that i can kind of point at that kind of did some kind of real emotional trauma or whatever that i'm really later in life just now kind of looking at and understanding but you take that ability to or that that drive to like climb mix it with some trauma in there and now you have a recipe for a a ambitious just crazy motherfucker that'll just do anything for success yeah and just get out of my way this is my natural this is my natural way i'm going to the top and i'm not in in whatever and i went down that road and i studied every type of personal development and sales and things that were able to help me manipulate my way through the world and start climbing or whatever you know but there's a you know like I said, you start to hit, you start to hit a ceiling and that becomes, that becomes your identity. That becomes your subconscious program or whatever. And you have to keep changing. You have to keep, you have to keep leveling up. You know, you have to learn how to be, you have to learn how to be a thinker. Yeah. You know, there's, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's I agree completely. I think that, I think that, um, and this is where I have shifted and this is where me and Andrew Tate separate. Cause I, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm like, because I get into a lot of evolutionary psychology, which is a lot of what that manosphere group, that's what they're, because, you know, I got into, I got into, like, game and pickup back in the day, which is what this is all linked to is is the same thing. You yeah. look at, like, the role of Tomasi, Andrew Tate's, people like that. And I, I make really similar content as them. Yeah. But where me and Andrew Tate and a lot of those guys differ is I don't necessarily think that the point of life is to become the biggest chief you can. I think that's our innate nature. I think the point of life is to, become the highest level consciousness that you can and like be the best version of you that you can be. And that's yeah. the reason of, for our existence. That's yeah. the reason for our like sentience and our ability to think like we have this responsibility to become the highest level yeah. of consciousness is how I feel. I think that's why God for put sure. us here. Yeah. Or, or that's why God like gave us consciousness and gave us, you know, and I, I, that's my opinion. Like, I, I don't I know. I know a little bit about what you believe. But like, if you're at home and you don't believe in God, then you can replace it with the universe or whatever you want. I'm not here to try to convince you yeah. uh, of whatever. It's just I look at the universe and I, I see God. So, right. you know, I, it's impossible for me to separate, you know, like when I look at time and space and matter and, you know, like the way time had a beginning and it's like, well, if time had a beginning, then something had to <laughs> exactly. have began time. Like something exists 100%. outside of it. Like, yeah, so if you think deep enough, you're, you're going to go back to something that that's yeah, no, we one at least don't have an answer that. for it. It may yeah. not be, the answer may not be God, but our level of consciousness. And that's the thing people have to understand to me about religion. I know we're getting off, we're getting off t track just a little <laughs> bit here, but, um, but if most religions, especially your Abrahamic religions, and um, your monothe uh, monotheism religions that mm -hmm. exist today uh, talk about God being omnipresent, all-knowing, everywhere at once, outside of time, outside of space, and all-powerful. 
and that's like the idea of like the like something that could create the universe right mm -hmm. but what you fail to realize is when you look at and when i look at certain things and almost every religion is you look at like okay if that thing is what created this it wouldn't care about that like you're not thinking on the level of an omnipresent yeah. like why why would i go to hell for saying wordy dirds why would it why would an omnipresent all-knowing all good and all mercy merciful being that exists like that invented math like right. that invented in, like like infinity yeah um on an infinite level why would it care and it wouldn't it would care how good i was to people and how, how i how yeah. i treated others and myself and how i protected and provided and how i how i like influenced others lives and how i took care of myself and how i you know what the level of you know the kind of person that I am and that it, there's a lot of things in religion that don't really play into that. And that's why it didn't make sense for me. But mm -hmm. you know, when you think about like, like we can't, we can't fathom an all knowing being, we can't fathom an omnipresent, omniscient, mm -hmm. all powerful being like we, there's no way our human brain can get it right. And that's okay. Right. Exactly. That's okay. That, and that's that, okay. You can find it has to be because there's no way we're ever yeah. going to get it right. So you have to accept yeah. it. Yeah. So, or just be miserable. So, so back to my whole theory about about back that whole thing. Yeah, let's right. back it up. Sorry. It's bad when I'm keeping us on track, dude. Yeah. I need a fucking notebook or something. <laughs> so you're um, <clears throat> when you're looking at this, and um, you're what what problem are we trying to solve here? Help me out. I, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you were you were going to reel it back in. Like I went yes. off on the rails yes. and went, got off on God and all that stuff. Yes. And yes. you were trying to pull us back. We were talking about, you know. Talking about ambition. Ambition. Yeah, yeah, so you were yeah, talking about point. like keeping it simple. Like you were well, the track. theory of, of, of being why people are, are ambitious. Yeah, simple. I think that's right, Mo. Thank you. Thank you. Simple. Okay. All right. So whatever, whatever it is, we'll say hormones plus trauma or whatever individual, each of us individual have small differences. Yeah. Although I've seen a lot of, of growth in my life from realizing the similarities in people. We start looking at the differences. I feel like that that is the road where when I was on that road was, um, it was very negative and very hateful. Once I started seeing the same in, in other people, that's when I started to really feel true love and joy. And so explain that a little bit. More. <clears throat> okay. A little bit more about that. Like, what do you mean? Well, all right. So some people would, uh, would argue and say, well, everyone is different. Okay. So it's just like anything else. Like you, we were saying, said something earlier about like your belief. And once you say that thing, it's going to, it's true. Right. So when you say everybody is different, all right then you're going to see the differences in everyone. Now, if you're seeing the differences in a good thing, being unique and stuff, that's cool. But what you, if you can see the similarities, how we're all the same. If you watch, if you watch the show like I was talking about, the, the animal show with the primates, you'll see that they might have some tiny little differences about their behaviors or whatever. Yeah. But you, in primates, you can really see they the that same. they're the same. Yeah. They're, they're the same. Yeah. We're the same too. We're just blinded by this illusion because we're a little bit sharper and we think we're really, really smart. Yeah. We think we're really special. And we're also special. educated from a really young age that we're special. 
that everybody's a unique snowflake right. and everybody has, you know, like Absolutely. everybody is the same, uh, like not the same, but everybody's different and unique. Right. And, you know, but we're really, we're really, uh, we're really the same. So that, that drive is there. It is a bit of a spectrum and the differences, a lot of the main differences is, is the amount of, of trauma and stuff that you have with whatever kind of, you know, you know, it's really hard to be mentally healthy this in this yeah. day and age, right? Especially probably, considering we're, you know, we're not probably always has for this. Well, it didn't matter as much. You you had to be very when you're when you spend all day hunting, gathering, and like you you you're outside. You're, yeah. you're focused on a task all the time. We're past living, that though. We're past yeah. that. We're we're living in today yeah. now, and this but, is, is. But I think that under I, I will say I think that understanding like what modern society has taken away from us that made us happy. We've created our own problems is what yeah, you're trying to say. Right. I think that I actually had this uh had this talk on here before and I don't necessarily believe this for real, but an interesting um an interesting thought I had one day was if you read I mean, we may have talked about this. When you read the Old Testament in the in the in Genesis, when Adam sinned, he was cursed, right? And he was cursed to toil in the field and he was cursed to like have to work. Right. And and whatever. And I feel like what that curse might have been was the real curse is our ambition in a way. It's our it's our need to build. It's our need to build on top of what other people have done because the more we build, the more unhappy we are. The more people are on antidepressants, the more people are, um, you realize that now that we have these amazing computers in our pocket that can do anything, we just stare at it, do, consuming mindless content all day and and we're not outside in the sunlight the where that gives us so much you know happiness and joy we love as humans we love being in the sun like we're we're daytime creatures we like we don't like being inside we don't like uh we we need a tribe you need people around you that you know for you to connect with and be part of and and as you Uh as we've progressed we've lost a lot of these things and i think part of happiness is understanding what you lost and how you can kind of recreate it in the modern world, which is hard to do. It's very difficult. It takes a lot of effort. That's a great great discussion. It's like that, um, that whole Adam and Eve story is, is to me, what it feels like is that's the point. That is the time and point where, where you cross over from enjoying creation and just being, yeah. Until and then at the, yeah. at one point in our evolution, we then became we been begin starting to think that we are creators, and now well, we kind of are. And we start to it is a skill that you can have. You it's, you we, are a creator. Yeah. Well, we, also when you right? when you think about the way what we've done with AI and the direction that's going, right? I mean, we are kind of creating the next step in evolution almost. Like there's a there's right. a really good possibility. I know that this seems pie in the sky. But who created you? But, but who created you? That's what you got. Right. That's so. There's a point where you, everything is created, and then at, at some point where we got smart enough to where now the creation is now giving created. us skill to create. We think it that it it starts and ends with us. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's what the I feel like the Adam and Eve story is. And like you said, when now Adam has to be now building or whatever and start building a society and all those types of things. It is. It is a curse, and it, it's like now your your mind is now obsessed into what that is yeah. instead of like you already had happiness. It was already right. it was already good. Now I'm not saying that we shouldn't develop technology and evolve. No, no that would either. be stupid. Yeah, you have to. But if you can separate, I think you those, have to evolve with it. Yeah, and you have if you can separate that, then you can use this the skill to create 
and even if you believe in manifesting things, these are skills that you can acquire and now you can use them, you can have fun with them, but you can be mindful of what we really are and what we truly are. And if you watch Avatar 2, you'll figure out what our true meaning is. So you're a big fan of Avatar 2, huh? <laughs> no, I hate it. Really? No, no, it was great. It was, it was really good. So, all right, so bring, bring this all together. You got your, um, some, people are, some people are more ambitious than others, right? So what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is that we we're talking about simple is that someone like us, we just, it's just how we were, it's just our differences of our, like I said, our trauma and our ambition or whatever makes us think differently. And there's a whole discussion about how human, there's different ways of thinking and yeah. like, um, uh, I was recently looking at this thing about how, you know, you can classify different, you know, humans in the in the way that they think or whatever. So we are. You want to write it down so you don't forget it. What you were, what what you were about, about to, say. to say? I already forgot it. Okay, good. <laughs> so, so you're. Um, you, we have something that makes us want to think deeper, and and we we're and a lot of it might just be insecurity. It might just be like. Whatever it is, we're trying to prove something to ourselves. That's, that's fine, whatever. But you, um, you have to think about it deeper. You have to understand, right? We want to know what it is. There's a thorn in our side. There's a thorn in our mind to make us want to understand this deeper. When there, there's someone else that is a little bit easier at being content, like you said, simple, yeah. right? Simple. And so they can ultimately, they can kind of access they can access God. They can access the happiness and everything easier because they don't dive into it. And what I'm starting to see about my own journey is that going through this ambition and everything that I had that built me up and whatever that I'm blessed to have in a way because it taught me these lessons, it's all coming full circle around to where eventually I'll be able to get what this person had without without having to put themselves through all this hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a way, um, no, I, I, and that I, was our discussion exactly we were having mean. on the phone is I was like, man, I swear I've, I've spent so much time trying to learn with my little three-pound brain, trying to figure out the universe and who built the pyramids and all this type of bullshit. Oh God, I spent so much time thinking you know? about who built And I know pyramids. people that are listening to this, they probably, they love to have discussions about that. And, I love and, talking and that, about that. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's fun, great. you know, and, and but it'll... It'll drive you crazy, and you're trying to connect these dots, and you're trying to figure out something. Like putting together a puzzle that, that you no, don't even have all the pieces to. Exactly, and like, no man has ever, yeah, and but, will never. But we, you know, we pick up one or two here, here and there. We learn something new, and we, right. you know, like, like, like. But it's not going to happen in our lifetime. It's no. not going to like it may not happen in the next ten thousand years. Where I mean, we're, we're never going to know everything. Right. There's always going to be. You just said you said it yourself a little bit ago. Like there's some things that are unfathomable. Right. So a human is never going to evolve to that level. So the the only way we're going to know some of this stuff is whenever we die, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even know that. Like I, I believe, like I, I can believe in a god without believing in an afterlife. I do believe in afterlife. Yeah. I do believe that there is an afterlife. I just, uh, I'm not. I I can say with 100 percent certainty that I believe in God. Um, I have a little, I don't, I can't say with hundred, 100, it's like 98%, yeah. 95. Like I have less certainty about it afterlife. Yeah. If you're, if you're struggling 
if you're out there and you're struggling with believing in God and you want to believe in God, maybe that's just a thought that you have in your head and you won't tell any of your friends that you would actually like to believe in God. Yeah. I was in my 30s before I would even admit to someone else that I didn't believe in God. That you up, didn't. Up to that yeah, point, I was shameful. Too. I was shamed. I was ashamed. Well, I've never 100% not. Yeah. But I, like deep right. down, like yeah. in the pit of my stomach, it's like, do I really believe that there's a God? And there was some there was some years there where the answer was yeah. like not really exactly so if because I was it, holding on to a concept of God that probably yeah. wasn't what God was I was holding on to God as the concept to which I was raised to believe He yeah. was or the concept to which that um I the 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 image that I had built in my head of the old white man in the clouds or whatever and yeah I don't believe that in that exactly and, and is it okay that like we're being completely honest here and like like we me and you had this. We talked about this a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I remember it's okay if I brought that bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, like you're um I had I not know told there was, there other was people, a point but at this point I don't mind. Well, there's a okay, yeah, there's a point where I, I asked you and we were talking about things and we were having a deep discussion, you know, like, you know, like men should, I would yeah. say. And I'm like, "Do you believe in God?" and you you just told me straight up you're like, "No, no, I don't really think I do." Yeah. And um, that was one of those moments in time. Right. It was that, a time. Yeah, it was yeah. a period, that period of time. Yeah. But what did you do? You changed your perception. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're like, you want to believe in God, not, I'm not saying everybody should want to believe in God, whatever. It's, yeah. it's your, it's your life. Live it how you want. Yeah. You don't but have, you, you, your brain you, doesn't have the capacity to, to, to fathom if there's a God or not really. Like you just kind of have to decide. Right. You know, yeah, you, but yeah, you, you change you gotta, your perception. You change, so and that's what you, you that's what you did. And yeah. that's what you're trying to say. So like, yeah. if you're struggling out there, Maybe you should change your perception of what you think that other people's God is. Yeah, exactly. Because just because someone says, you know, I think Jesus Christ is God, or I think Buddha well, is God, he, or whatever. He may have been, but I think that, like, <clears throat> like, even if, like, getting off of that, I think people's perception of, like, like, Jesus was the Son of God or whatever, but, like, God the Father, like, what that is, what that can entail, like, it's, it's so far beyond yeah. our human brain that, that so, like, in, in the Christian church, and this is where I speak from, because I can, you know, I came to terms with the, being a Christian um, with, like, I believe in that concept of God, of a monotheistic, like, creator, of the all-powerful, all-good creator of the universe. I don't necessarily believe he's as involved in, like, like, I think I think there's a lot of things that we don't understand. I think he's involved in everything, but or I think saying he is even, I don't think that it's a concept of a of a right. male or a female or you know I think yeah. that I think that it was written in the book but if you say he, a, who cares in a way right in a way that we could understand it cuz there's no way we can and that's what the Christian Bible and the Christian church teaches but then they completely act a different way a lot of times and that's what threw me off was like God fits in this box and you're like well that's not really I don't really see things the same way you go know, well God fits in this box. You're like, but you don't really understand. Like, you don't, you don't know, really. And so, yeah, that was kind of the, yeah. like, when you get outside of that that thought pattern of of what is God, like, well, you don't know. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't really, you don't really understand. You yeah. couldn't. You're yeah, exactly. a little peon. You're, you know, you're a, you're a, you're a little super advanced animal on a flying ball through the edge of space in the middle of nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like in infinite infinity, you know, right. like you can't, you can't even, you can't even fathom how big our solar system is. Most people can't. Like if really, if I were to ask you, like, can you fathom how big our solar system is from, you know, 
the sun to I'm going to conclude Pluto. Like you can't, you can't imagine that much, something that big, you know, something that makes our entire planet look like a marble, you know, you can't. So it's, it's yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, to your point, what you're saying, no matter who you think is God. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that if yeah, I was making the point, if someone is, is listening and they, they were in the situation like you were in or I was in where we wanted to have right. that I wanted to leave in God's relationship and, and whatever. It's like, uh, maybe you should change your perception of what God is. You can, yeah. you can create it. You can create it yourself if you want to. So this whole, like wrapping up the, the simple, the simplicity or whatever, it's like what I've, what I've seen is that if you continue down that road and I think that I have a unique perspective you know, just like someone that fight gets in a cage and fights has a different perspective than someone that, that hasn't ever done that. Right. Or from someone that hasn't even faced fears at all. Someone that's faced a big fear and done something, done something kind of crazy or whatever, has a different, has a little bit of different outlook. And in some ways, a lot of things that we can do, especially pertaining to sports, can give us advanced acceleration through developing in, in life. You know, because we're kind of forced to see something, yeah. you know, and that's what you get when you face your fears. So I definitely recommend that. Let me, but, let me ask you this. This is an off, off topic just a little bit. We, we were talking about like changing your identity, changing like I was talking about anxiety and that was the that was the motive. But that's kind of what I found for me most of the time is like how I get everything done. It's like anxiety that I'm not going to live up to the person that I know I'm supposed to be. And it makes me kind of crazy because I don't trust that without the anxiety that I'm going to take the action needed to get, so I can't let go of it. I feel like mm. I can't let go of my anxiety because I feel like deep down, if I ever do let go of it, I'm going to quit putting in the work. Mm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, take the steps. Mm. What would you say? What's your, what's your, what's your advice on that? Yeah. All right. Um, hmm. That's a tough one. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I'm more hesitant to give advice than I am to actually yeah, say the advice. Okay, you're asking for the advice. So my my advice to 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 you saying that you can't get rid of the anxiety. No, no, well, I, I not that, that I you can, you don't but I'm want scared to. You're, you're scared to. Yeah. Um, it's a little. I I would I would go deeper into that and get more of a get a a better idea of what that actually is because i don't think that you're scared to get rid of anxiety because and if you are i think that's a really simple answer what do you what what, how do you see what kind of person do you want to be what are the things that you want in your life take all the areas and how you want to act and perform and be looked at by others and feel about yourself and all those types of things is it an anxious scared person no okay but but well then it then why then why would you be scared to to go to be something i think i think what it is i feel like if i let go of it that i'm not going to achieve becoming that person i think i know that that, i think that's what just what it's what your brain is kind of telling you that that you're you're thinking but what it really is is you're just afraid of you're afraid of being you're not scared of of being lazy you're scared of of be of going all in and and making huge changes to be the person that you need to do because you're you're scared like like we said before you're scared yeah i think that 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 fear is the one that's creating these other thoughts of like well i'm I'm scared because then i might be lazy because that's that's not true if you if you if you're a calm like monk motherfucker that's just like zen and nothing can 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 hurt you 
then you can, you have no limitations. Yeah. Like you can, you can operate in calmness. Right. You know what I mean? And I know, I guess I do see kind of what you're saying because you're, 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 you're energy. Yeah. You're like that, that anxious energy, whatever it is. But all that, it's not anxiety what you're talking about, okay? Because you can have high levels of energy and be like, be all about it and, you know what I mean, communicate, you know, that type of thing. I know whenever you're, you're relating those two together because, like, when you drink coffee, you get anxiety, but you also get energy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the two don't have to exist together. Yeah. You can have energy without anxiety, right? You're probably not going to get the energy without the anxiety if you do cocaine. You're probably going right. to get both of them together. Yeah. You know, that's why cocaine was never really my drug that, that I'm not I really like, into I that. It, it was, I never liked it. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't like purposely making myself geeked See, out. I, I, have, I have a lot of natural energy. So, like, when I started, um, like I take Adderall still. I got off of it. And I recently got back on it because I was like, man, I got to get stuff done. I got to be like focused because I feel like I'm like in this. When I take it, it increases my anxiety, but I I, be, I become productive. When I first started taking it, it didn't do that. When I first started taking it, it relieved my anxiety, mm-hmm. and I got stuff done. So I see what you're saying. And then as I've stayed on it throughout the years, yeah, I think the the effect. So now I feel like I'm having to pick between being happy and being like getting things done and being successful. Yeah. Um, but you're right because I think that like really when you get down to like procrastination. Procrastination is anxiety. It's fear. So if you're not getting things done, it's out of fear most of the time. Uh, in a way. I mean, I don't – dude, I, I feel like I'm getting in a little bit of a realm of where I'm not, like, an expert at. But I would, I'll would, i just I'll just bring up, like, what, say, Andrew Huberman would – you know, I watch a lot of his stuff. Yeah, and And he would probably say that, that the procrastination is – procrastination is just a, um, a habit. Yeah. It's just a habit. And then everything that we've been talking about today is really about habits. So we're just having like a new school, more elevated way of talking about the same thing they were talking about in the seventies is, you know, breaking, breaking your habits and stuff. So you have to, you have to learn how to, you know, take that habit of procrastination and be mindful of, of, you know, changing it or whatever and reward systems too. That's another thing that someone like Huberman would talk about is like, you got to create a, some, a reward system that's going to make you motivated, motivated to do, do the thing without needing the motivation of, you know, of your, uh, you know, energy, energy drink or whatever it is. There is one thing I wanted to talk about completely off what we're talking about. I'm I'm sorry, not energy drink, Adderall. Adderall, right. Yeah, same thing, kind of, in a way. <clears throat> I mean, it does. It feels different, but same reason you take it. Um, you said you, you you sent me a message the other day, and the reason I want to talk about this because I think, uh, I think I see where he's coming from a little bit more than you. We were talking about Sean Strickland, yeah, and what he was talking about after Stephen Bonner passed. Oh yeah. Uh, tell. Let's make sure we're talking about the the same statement. I'm pretty sure we are. Uh-huh. And then tell me your thoughts on that. Can we pull? Right. Can we, do you want us to pull that up? You want us to pull that up on the screen or, or like the, you can. the tweet? Do you remember what it was? Uh, yeah, I kind of. I briefly remember. I remember I texted you just about like what did you know? Did you see what Sean Strickland said, said or whatever? I at that time. But I really, you know, the thing the thing that I hesitate there is even bringing that up is just giving someone attention that is pointing a finger at everyone else trying to get attention. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I do, I get I get both sides, and I think that's part of, 
of growing and yeah. becoming a better man is being able to to see both sides. Yeah. It's just like political views. I know a lot of our political views are probably the same too. It's not yeah. red or blue or whatever. A lot of it's in the middle. It's just a more intelligent way of being. So, I mean, I see I see both sides of the argument, and I can see how one person could say, Stephen Bond, by the way, I think before we even talk about that, what, what the right thing to do here is to say what Stephen Bonner was a badass man. He was a, he was a good man. I knew him personally. I'm not trying to lift myself up by saying that he was my friend. The man passed away. Yeah. And whenever I pass away, I will be, I, you know, you my family will be blessed if, if, if people share that yeah. and share memories and share pictures of me and all that. I don't give a shit if they're doing it because they're trying to build their self up on social media or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope that they're not, I hope they're just doing it out of love of their heart. And I'm sure some people are, but who cares? Why are you looking into so much yeah. judging other people? You don't know what every single person put. Let's pull that I, quote. I, I know a, for a hundred percent that when I, I posted, you know, I got a text message. Did you see what happened to Stefan or whatever? It literally, I, I had to take a few minutes for myself and then I took a few minutes for for him you know what i mean and just and i was just thinking you know whenever whenever <laughs> that's what you that's what you do when someone dies and you gotta you know you 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 remember them and you you honor them in some way you know now i'm not like super close i wasn't a, a very very personal friend of stephen bonner i would be going to his funeral but i'm not going to be going out to his funeral or anything um but you know, I, I, I see what he's saying. I think the point he was trying to make was you guys didn't give a shit about him when he was alive and he had uh he had a you knew he had opioid opioid addiction. You knew he was going through these hard times. But he didn't that, die of an opioid addiction. Okay. okay. He didn't die. I don't know why I don't know. He how didn't he off himself. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't have a it, like I hung out with Stefan a couple of years ago and um and I think this would be a great way to honor him too. Is like two years ago when I hung out with Stefan in, in Las Vegas, it was me and Paul, Stefan, and uh, Grandmaster Park, Ron Sell. We all went out to Korean barbecue. Stefan took us to his to Korean barbecue place. And then later out, we, we went and hung out that night. Um, uh, we hung out with our friend Kyle from Milwaukee. Stefan's from Chicago. He used to come up to Milwaukee and train with Duke Rufus. And I, I spent a lot of years going up to Duke Rufus and train and whatnot. So, um, so we, we all, you know, Kyle was there cause he was out in Las Vegas doing his, um, working out there and Stefan lived out there. So we went out and I could tell Steph, Stefan was a lot different And what he had done. He's kind of like went through a lot of this growth that we're talking about. We're discussing as men. So to, to put, to even point out to say that, you know, he had an issue that he needed help with and how that led to his death okay. or something. So I didn't realize it didn't lead to his death in any way. Yeah. No, I mean. It, it might have maybe from 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 before, but I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a changed man, I've cleaned up my act, and I used to be an alcoholic, like, and then later I die of something. Like, yeah. What do you? That don't make any sense. Anyways, yeah. we, we were out there, and um, I was still drinking at the time. I haven't drank in uh, two years now. Um, actually, in yeah, February would be two years since I had my last my last drink, and uh, at that time I was drinking. And that's probably one of the things that I was going through this thing where I needed to change that helped me. So Stefan 
you know, was would explain to me why he wasn't drinking anymore. Right. And he was and I thought it was very impressive. I even said, man, it must be hard living out here in Las Vegas and, you know, not drinking. You know, it's kind of like a party scene or whatever. And he was, man, I don't you know, I don't really go out and do this and whatever. I'm, you know, and he was very he had been humbled, you know, and he was just a different person. And, I, and, and if he if he had, and I hadn't talked to him a lot in the last couple of years, because like I said, we're not that close. But if he had continued that path or had been where he is, then the last couple of years, he has lived his life as a as a changed man and to to really to almost point fingers and to shit on someone like like they had problems and they, they killed themselves because of it. Yeah. You know, you, you know, whatever is just so that just kind of I saw that and like that got and I, I was I was on my uh, Instagram or Facebook or something. And I just kept seeing the the uh, article, Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland, like. This just this it, just it, don't it make sense. I think to that me. was what he was after, though. Was I mean he knew that was going to get him a certain level of exposure. That's too. what that's what I'm so saying. It's like, it's so like someone I'm using needs the same so, thing. someone I'm, needs to come forward and point that out, which I didn't plan on doing it on this podcast, but I did text you about it. Like, you you know, someone needs to point that out. That yeah. like, shut the fuck up. You you're you're, you're doing, doing the same thing, the same thing consciously and premeditatively. Yeah. yeah, in a worse way than the people that you don't even know if that's why they're doing it. Because I guarantee you that's not why I posted. Yeah, I posted. I said I just got a text. The you know heartbreaking news about Stephen Bonner. Said a couple good things about him. Mentioned the tough thing of like where I was. You know, I remember where I was. That changed my life. That changed the UFC and everything. And it was a positive thing. Duke Rufus picked, you know, posted a picture of him and and, and Bonner yeah, I mean, back in the day. Yeah, they trained. I feel like I don't feel like he was talking to people that trained with him. I wouldn't yeah. think. I would think he's talking. But to why them. even put that? Yeah. Why even be negative about it? Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He. Well, I think he. Um, and this is the thing about being in the but public I, eye. You know, if, if he meant something positive by it, that that's good. But just yeah. between me and you, I, I was like, it, it, it just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I think um, what's made him as popular as he is is he just kind of says whatever's on his mind in the moment. Right. He just kind of says things. And mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that there's a lot of really thoughtful, like, time spent really analyzing what it was he was saying. And that's made him really popular because people <laughs> yeah. really like that. Yeah. People like people that just say, speak their mind. Just, right. I mean, you look at who we like as a culture, and we, I mean, we definitely have a, attraction to those people people right. that are just very confident and say whatever they want whenever they want and yeah i think that's probably what happened i, I don't i didn't know stefan bonner at all i've never met him you know um but i just knew i know that people do do that and i have actually and i'm, I'm actually gonna i will say i've thought about it before because i've always been on the fence about it but i've always felt the way he what, what he said but you saying that kind of like I realize now, like, yeah, that's true. Like, why? Why does it matter? Why does yeah. it matter? Because I can't know what their what their thought patterns were. Because every time I see, why am I going to waste time and energy even thinking about yeah. that? Every time I see, like, there's an earthquake and people die, and people like thoughts and prayers go into Uganda or whatever, and you're like, man, you're just doing that for attention. And in the back of my head, I always thought that, and that's true. Like, who, who, you know, who cares? Like, you don't know. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just trying to raise awareness. Maybe they, you don't have no idea. Exactly. You know, it's the same sense. thing as going into a church and being like, oh, these people are all bullshit, hypocrites, or whatever. Well, you right. Don't know that. You don't, yeah, you have no you idea. don't know that. And even if they, uh, like, that's the thing you have to understand about humanity is, like, people that are in church are also struggling 
with upgrading past their animalistic instincts too. So there's always going to be pastors that cheat on their wives. There's always going to be uh, people that people that in the church that hurt you and, and exclude you and, and do this things. This is a religious episode. Bro. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Good. But I mean, but that's true in anything. Like you get hurt places, like you go to a jujitsu school and you have a really, really bad experience. And then you tend to carry that to the next jujitsu school that you go to. I've seen that happen here. Like where they'll go to a school and they'll have a bad, and it, it creates this like, this like, um, anticipation of like, that's what a jujitsu school is like, or that's what a, but really it's just a belief that you have right. about people and you had that one bad experience and you, you know, you kind of want to yeah. fall back to it. And it, you know, so yeah, it did become a religious ex- episode. Not at all what I intended. I really wanted to spend more time on like mindset and how like, time we got, how much time can we, we have left? Like 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, we've been we've been at it for about right, an well, hour. Maybe, well, maybe, and, yeah, maybe we'll come back and do some more tonight. But how do yeah, we? How hour do and we, twenty minutes. How do we wrap this up? Yeah, I don't really want it to be about. I mean, actually, I do. You know, I think that the, the, I felt like a lot of those things we talked about today came from the heart. Could really help some people out. Yeah. But I will say this: if you end up monetizing this, this is like a number one in Christianity now, <laughs> or number one in spirituality. Well, I don't think I, don't think I want a gonna, piece of that. Because yeah. I want a piece of that. Because I, you already admitted, I named the damn show, and you're like, "Oh, okay, royalties, yeah, sure." But if it becomes number one in spirituality, I, I this wanna, show, I don't think I don't think that'll happen. Like if you, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah, I know, okay. I know. But I, but also like it's not enough of our content. And the thing about it is, is I feel like, and this is the reason why when I first started the podcast, I was really hesitant to speak my views on things. Yeah, because I was like, they're so they feel so fringe. I feel like I'm so against the grain of the masses, so there's no way I'm gonna have a huge get a huge following. Yeah, because there's no way that many people think like I think. I or, feel you do. Trust me, I feel sometimes like I've I think so so differently. It's like it takes a lot of courage to, yeah. to speak your but mind. You but you just put your stuff out there, and the people that vibe with it vibe with it. Like, you find out though that there's a lot of people that that are thinking the same things that we're thinking right now. Yeah, I promise you that. All right, what what else? Sure. Let's let's move on. Uh, well, with 15 minutes on. left, I don't know if we got time to do a whole nother uh, whole nother topic. Uh, topic. Um, yeah, let's just wrap it up right there. We, if you want to do one tonight, we can. Right. If uh, you know, whatever. Uh, this has been a great episode. I had a lot of fun. It wasn't at all what I intended on talking about, but I find that happens almost every it time. It really, it really got. So <laughs> <laughs> it flowed right from the get go. Whenever I'm trying to talk about my fight, it just flowed into this whole this whole thing. But I think it was really good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. To finish the very first thought that we never found, I don't think we finished a complete thought all day. But I'm fighting Arnold Adams February 24th. I'm not doing this show to promote that, but it, some people are going to see it. So I hope you guys tune in. Absolutely. And uh, watch me win my first world championship. And. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think uh, as we wrap up, I don't. I think I may have said this earlier, but I'm gonna say it again. Um, because I, I was talking about earlier about how I had a little, I had a little bit of a doubt with you with Frank Tate, but I'm just being around you mm-hmm. and seeing kind of the path that you're on. I 100 percent believe you're gonna be the next bare knuckle heavyweight world champion. I just believe that it's like, like I just. I'm just I'm very confident for sure. Another thing I like, man, I like you coming on. I like you doing the show with me because um, you're one of the f- few people that, like, when I'm around you, you're into a lot of the same things that I'm into, and uh-huh. you're a step a- ahead of me on a lot of them. I'm like you're kind of I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, but you you've kind of like so you push me when I'm when I spend time with you. 
Like I all, it gives me like an energy. It gives me like a like yeah. a like I'm trying to. You make me want to compete a little bit, but uh, also it's just it's a, in a good way. Like it makes me kind of want to want to want to do a little work a little harder and do a little better or or you know focus on something. And I, one thing was. Um, I actually even it, it it affects me so much that if our like goals at that time aren't kind of aligned a little bit, it can be a like almost negative because I end yeah. up kind of like doing some things you're doing when I need to be doing something else or or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and if we want to do a second oh, yeah. episode, uh, we can do it tonight. Whatever Might you want to well. do. Already, um, already yeah, drove all the way up here. Might as well. Here you are. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Man Up Podcast. Make sure to go check us out on uh, you know Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a five-star review there. Go subscribe to us on YouTube at the Mississippi Superman Show YouTube channel. Um, and lastly, go like us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, anywhere, pretty much all your social media. Oh, sorry, I had to drug, drug you into all that. <laughs> all good, man. Well, thank you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.